Hello, this is Lyle Phillips, Senior Pastor at Iris Nashville, and I would like to personally thank you for downloading and listening to our podcast each week. To find out more information about Iris Nashville, you can find us online at irisnashville.com. Thanks, and God bless. I'm just kidding. So let, let's kick it off. Yeah, I'm let's excited. Let's go for this. Obviously, as you can tell, um, I'm probably about half as serious as Lyle is with the microphone. So there's that. Hey, tonight is the night, guys. This is family night. Yeah, so there's, there's I'm no really excited. Too much seriousness. Yeah. So first and foremost, just wanted to remind you guys, we do have a Christmas party coming up this week on Wednesday. It's going to be here at Koinonia, which is just right. Um, if you walk out actually this front door and turn to your left, it's going to be across the street on your left. So we'll be in there. We're going to give away like $500 worth of door prizes. We're going to have gonna dessert, coffee. We just want to bless the family. We just want to send you guys into the new year uh, with lots of connection and lots of fun presents. So uh, you don't want to miss that, and that was one of the announcements we wanted to make yes, sure that you guys all absolutely came and to also that. a five dollar white elephant gift. Yeah, all if right? you want to participate in the gift thing, yeah, which is awesome. You should totally do that. It's always fun. So um, there's that. So tonight is Vision Night, and most of you know uh, that by somebody who brought you or you're part of this family, and so if you are new here, thanks for being with us tonight. It's going to be really a little bit more of a casual kind of style, um, but we're going to roll out some of uh, what we're doing in 2016 and moving forward. Um, so welcome if you are a first-time visitor or somebody who isn't uh, a normal part of our family. We're so glad to have you here, and we hope that you feel like family and hope that you can kind of just relax and be yourself because that's what we're going to do tonight. So um, how many of you guys were here um, over the last 10 or so weeks when Lyle's been speaking about purpose? So most of you have been here, at least heard some of the sermon series. Um, that was, was that not a great sermon series? So good. Um, one of the things that Lyle said uh, when he was speaking was that he searched YouTube looking for um, like some inspirational videos about like how to share like your purpose or how to yep. experience your purpose. And he had this revelation that, oh my goodness, like there's so many people looking to find their purpose and they're just searching um, all over the internet. Like YouTube videos have like a million hits on like, yep. what is your purpose? Um, and so we did this sermon series or Lyle did, and it was super impactful. Um, one of the things that he talked about uh, in that series was um, finding your shape or, or discovering with God your shape, like who he has created you to be. And every person has a unique shape. Every person has um, a unique gift mix, ability bent towards certain things. And that is actually also true about a church body and a church family. And if you guys haven't noticed, we have our own very unique shape. That's true. Very unique. Um, so, you know, here we have passionate, creative, um, you know, free flowing worship experiences. That's unique to our shape. Um, we How many of you guys love that? Love that. Love yeah, that. come on. It's so special. Um, yeah, like what, what Michael brings to the table is part of what makes us a unique family. Um, with that, we have a unique way we fellowship. Um, we love family. We always say here at Iris that we're not just a ministry, that we're a family. And that 
contributes to our shape and who we're becoming and who we're wanting to see each of you become. Uh, we want every time you walk into this, this building, every time you walk into this family, for you to feel that sense of, I belong, like I have a place, I fit somewhere. Um, and that's unique to who we are. Um, the way that we disciple, discipleship here uh, is super unique. We, we say, you know, our kind of, our motto is love God, love people, change the world. And we really believe in an environment where people can engage with the Great Commission, um, in an environment where there's a high challenge, but also a high invitation into relationship. So we don't want anybody in this environment just warming the bench. Like we want you guys in the game and um, experiencing life with the Lord in all of its vibrant, uh, you know, multi facets. Um, so that's part of our shape. Um, the way we do ministry here is pretty simple. We don't like Obviously, we, we don't have do. a lot of programs. Yeah. You guys have probably noticed that. You've noticed that. <laughs> At this point, like, we don't have a lot of small group programs or um, even, like, a lot of outreach right now because in this season, um, we're super intentional with how we're, we're spending our ministry time and energy. And, and right now, it looks like developing family and developing a core uh, group of people that just can really engage with one another. That's, that contributes to our shape. And um, another thing that I, I don't know, how many of you got to be here last service for the second service? Did any of you in here, a couple of you? It's like five people, yeah. six people. Yeah, well, I mean, you it was... Seven, eight people. Yeah, it's because all the second service people are going to come to the second service. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's that. Um, but last week in second service, um, Herbert, our friend Herbert was here. And Herbert is a missionary through Iris Global, which is the uh, missions movement that we here are connected with. And um, he shared a little bit of some testimonies about um, just seeing breakthrough in the nations and just being uh, in community and doing ministry and missions and family and community. And Lyle shared a little bit about how um, we were made to contribute and we were what, what was made the for mission made for the, mission um, official title. Yeah. And so. Um, something happened and, and basically there was in the second service, there was almost like this rebirthing of, of a passion for evangelism and, um, in our family, like something that Lyle and I are really going to, um, pursue God and, and seeing what he would unfold in our family is, uh, looking at what it looks like to be, to do, um, evangelism more effectively for our city and more effectively through our family. So all of those things contribute to, I mean, it's all the things that we experience when we walk in the door, right? Am I right? Like you come into Iris, you experience, okay, this is our worship, our worship culture. This is our, you know, discipleship culture. And you feel all of those things as you come in. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at right now. That's what we're experiencing as a family. And um, we thought that would be super important right. just to define a little bit and articulate because we know that as we talk about where we're going, it's also important that we, that we discuss who we are, you know, kind of some things that we've become accustomed to. I mean, as Allison mentioned, everybody has their own unique shape, and, you know, our church has a, has a unique shape. Anybody who comes in here that's not used to worship being a little bit vibrant might be like, wow, okay, this is weird, you know? Am I but right? then they come back the next week. Then and they're, they're like, back okay. and they're like, but it's so good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, there's there's a lot of cool things I think that make us us, and we just kind of want you guys to know that we feel like absolutely privileged, not just to be pastors here at Iris, but really to be family. Yeah. 
uh, with everyone here at Iris. So with that being said, we really would like to map out kind of where we're going and um, what our vision is here at Iris Nashville and where we're headed in 16. And you guys have heard us talk about this before, but when we talk about vision, we really feel like that should paint a picture of what we are building, okay? It's not the reason, it's not the motive, it's the actual what that we're going after. And so the first thing that we want to mention when we talk about our vision is that we feel called to establish a campus. Like ultimately, long-term, our vision is to establish a campus. And when we say campus, we we chose that word uh, specifically because we feel like it really paints a picture of what God's called us to build in this city. And so on a campus, when you think about a campus, right, you think about perhaps a, a college or something like that, there's a lot of different ministries on one campus that do a lot of different things but ultimately serve the same purpose. And that's what we want to do at Iris Nashville is that we actually want to do uh, many different things um, as one being the great commandment and the great commission, which is love God, love people, and change the world. So just to kind of share with you guys a little bit about what we hope for that campus to look like is obviously one, we want it to look like a local church, like what we're doing each and every Sunday afternoon, that local church that's happening now, but we'd like to have at some point, you know, a facility for people to come to as, as a local church. Secondly is a school of ministry. We feel really passionate about equipping people to fulfill the Great Commission and raising up strong disciples in Jesus. And so when we have that campus, that's one of the first things that we're going to do when we get there. It's like we're going to have a school of ministry. We're going to raise up leaders. We're going to raise up disciples. We're going to send missionaries out to the nations and to Nashville. And so that's one of our big heart passions. Um, Thirdly, and... um, We want to have a resource center for the poor in Nashville. Like, we want to be a church that gives back and does compassion well, and that's something that's really important to us, to have ministries uh, to the poor, to the homeless, to the needy, um, things like that. Super important that we do that. Uh, And then lastly, we'd actually like to establish a missionary sending and receiving center, like a deployment center on that campus. And our big goal one day is to actually have like some apartments where we can house foreign missionaries as they come off of the field, give them a place to stay, be hospitable to them so they can come home, heal, get counseling, get prayer, get inner healing, feed them, bless them invite them into a local church community and then send them back out onto the mission field filled up and excited and passionate about what God has called them to do because I've been a missionary before I know a lot of you guys don't know that but it's actually really difficult sometimes to come back home and try to relax because you're just not sure where you fit in well we want to be hospitable to the nations we feel like that's part of serving the nations is being also hospitable not just sending people but receiving people And we want to do that through Iris Global. And I mean, Iris Global has thousands of missionaries, you guys. And we feel like we're supposed to be not just a launching pad, but also a landing strip for the nations. So that's... Sounds good, right? I mean... I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We feel like that's what God has asked us to do, is to to raise up world changers. And that's... Those are some of the the things that that we feel he's he's asked us to do. Um, So with that being said... And I think I actually need to update this because I don't think I have the, the new notes. But the, uh, the second thing I did want to announce with this is the fact that we're actually going to be moving 
in 2016. Woo! Yeah. So, see if I can get online. We're moving here. to Texas. No way. No, we're not. No, in 2016, we are going to be... No, we're not doing that. In 2016, we are going to be moving locations, all right? So... um, I think most of you guys know this, but um, this, this has never been a long-term solution for us in being here in Belmont's Chapel. They've been so hospitable oh and gosh, so gracious so to us to allow us to be here. And uh, we knew we, we were going to be able to be here for about a year and some change. And so we're actually going to be coming up on a year in January. And so on February the 7th, we're going to be hosting our very first gathering in the new place where we're headed. And that is going to be in Marathon Village at a facility called The Fortress. So I don't know if you guys have ever been there before. It's, gonna, it's an awesome place. Guys, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely incredible. We have a couple of pictures here. I know they're small, so they're kind of hard to see. Just squint. But yeah, like I do, but the fortress, like you'll see it's an event center, but it's also home to a church. And I don't know if you guys know pastors Scott and Sarah McLeod, but they're amazing pastors here in our city. And surprisingly, believe it or not, our very first church gathering that we ever had as a church, Iris Nashville was right there in that facility on a Thursday night. So it's cool because it's kind of like we're going around full circle and we've met with them. We've talked with them. You know, it's, it's going to be a big leap of faith for us, you guys. Honestly, just transparently right now, like, it's, it's a lot more expensive. But um, I don't know if you guys have looked around at our city recently. It's exploding. <laughs> Trying to find a place to be at is, man, it just, it's, it's, it's a miracle yeah. to find a place. If you look on Yelp, if you just pull up Yelp and look up event centers, the top 20, except for two, all have a church in them. All day, morning, tonight. All day. I know that's shocking, right? That's insane. It's cool. Like, it's pretty that's incredible. That's what's happening in our city. And that's a good thing, you yeah, guys. That's a great special. thing, right? Yep. And so in the midst of our search, we've really been praying, God, this is going to have to be something that you open up because we, we're not sure what to do. We looked at leasing stuff. We, we looked at purchasing stuff. I mean, we've, we have looked every, like, everything. everything we could possibly <laughs> look at. And we feel like this was a God door that the Lord opened up. He spoke to us about. It's not very far from here at all. Yeah. It's, it's like max a few miles yeah, from here miles. uh but it's really cool because we're going to get to partner with the foundry and what scott and sarah are doing there and they're just amazing like the two things that they have on their ministry that's like so identifiable you guys mm-hmm. it, this is crazy is arts and evangelism mm-hmm. and i don't know if you guys have been here but actually it was uh last week i think or two weeks ago i was reminded of a word that the lord spoke to me about concerning arts and evangelism and uh, that was something that God actually uh, spoke to us about concerning Iris yep. Nashville. Yep. So it's going to be a great move for us. Yeah, we're really excited. Did you tell them when we're going to be moving? Yeah, February the 7th. February the 7th. It's going to be our first Sunday there. So. Yep. We'll like really prep you guys and we'll make sure that nobody shows up here on February, February the, 7th. the 7th. If you did show up here, like have church anyways. Yeah. We're only a few miles away. We're only a few miles away. Also, the second announcement as, as it pertains to the move, uh, you know, guys know, you guys know that in October of this past year, we actually decided to do two services here, one at 4, one at 6.30. Reason being is because, I mean, look around, there's not a lot of space left in here, right? right. And so we're actually going to be going to one service when we move on February the 7th. So we'll be going back to one service. So that we can all be together service. again, which will be super fun. Because we have more space. Yeah, we have so way more space So the reason we did two services was a space yeah. situation. 
and uh, there has a, has a much larger capacity. Um, in fact, they have actually 500 chairs available. Yeah. Now, we're going to make use of that space where it doesn't feel like you're walking into like a, you're not going to walk into like some huge like cavernous building, okay? Uh, it's, we're going to break it up with pipe and drape. It's going to be really beautiful. You see like the staging, the lights, like it's a big stage. It's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awesome. We you guys are going to use the hazer it. again. <laughs> I'm excited. We couldn't use it here because we're like set off the hundred year old alarm systems. Or no, something. no, it's a new one. That's why okay, we couldn't use it. Okay, the brand new one. That's why. If it was hundred years old, we probably could use the hazer. There wouldn't be one. That's guys, it's amazing. We're really excited. Belmont has been so gracious to let us be here in this season, and yes. we have had so. I mean, we have grown. I don't know if you guys can wrap your head around this, but we have grown so much in this season being here. Yep. And like this has been such a blessed season and mm -hmm. we're grieved in some ways to move on, but excited to see what God has for us there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So are you guys excited about that? Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. Really yeah. I think, I think you're really, enjoy we like it. move every year. Welcome to a young hey. church. <laughs> That's, it's like every year we're moving. That's the reality of a young family, you know. That's what you do. Yeah, yep. exactly. You that's it. So the second thing we want to discuss and where we're going is actually the, um, the reality of something that we really feel strongly from the Lord, which is that we feel that we have been marked for movement. And what we, what, what we mean when we say that is we believe that what God's asked us to do as a local body is actually to have a global impact. And that looks like doing events uh, globally, that looks like planting churches globally, that looks like uh, having a generational influence in speaking into this generation and raising them up, not just as nominal Christian believers, but truly as people who are on fire for the gospel, on fire for Jesus, and who are going after um, loving him and, and doing the Great Commission. So that's, that's something that we feel really strongly about. And with that being said, one of the ways that we really feel like that we're called to do movement is through the GO Conference. And I don't know if you guys were here last year. We have a little picture up um, of the screenshot of the website that's coming soon. But um, I don't know if you guys were here last year at the GO Conference. But on the last night, we actually had over 1,200 people there uh, to commission people for missions and activate people for justice and pour into people. And so it was just a really, really powerful, um, powerful conference. We had Lou Engel, Heidi Baker, some amazing people were there. We're going to be having another Go Conference, you guys, uh, on September the 8th through the 10th. GoConferenceNashville.com. You'll see this screenshot. You can go ahead and click Get Notified if you're not on our mailing list already. Yeah. Um, but there's also a, they can actually register, yeah, right, Teal? Yeah, So I'm not sure what the link is for you guys to it's register, a, but. The Eventbrite. Or Eventbrite? Yeah, if you okay, go to Eventbrite, so if you, you guys can just type go, in if Go, go Conference in Eventbrite, and you can, you can find it. So we're offering some special pricing yeah. right now, right? Yep. $65 for next year's conference. And I want to let you guys know, like, if you can be there, I can promise you, you will want to go ahead and get that early bird price. Because uh, Heidi, Heidi Baker is going to be there once more. Uh, Banning Liebscher is going to be there. William Matthews is going to be there. Is there anybody else that's confirmed so far? We'll just leave the rest surprises, okay? There's like a treasure trove. It's going to be like We're Bethel like Music, Jesus Culture, Iris. Like it's going to be. Oh. 
One ticket That's includes awesome. one child. I didn't even know so that. So if you have kids, it'll yeah. take care of child care for you. So. That's huge. I didn't know that, Teal. That's, That's awesome. That's great. I'm glad we, we I love that. that. That was good. Smart. Smart, Teal. So in the midst of this, we're actually going to go after raising $1 million for the poor over the next decade. I know that seems audacious, but that's what we're going after. That's what we feel like the Go Conference is supposed to be. And so we'll have projects that we're going to connect to that. And in the process, uh, we're going to give money away to the poor. This is not just going to be something we're going to do in Nashville. We actually have already talked to people on the ground in Austin, Texas, in uh, in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and in Orlando, Florida. So we're actually going to do these events all over the U.S., and our whole thing is to equip saints for the work of the ministry and make the world a better place. And so we're going to do this, guys. We're going to we're going to bless the nations um, uh, through this. And one of the ways that we're going to do that is actually through a nonprofit organization that some of you guys may or may not know about. Uh, in 2009, I actually started a nonprofit organization called Mercy 29. And uh, for about three years, I was a missionary to India and to Africa. And during that time, uh, Mercy 29 actually rescued over 400 children from human trafficking, child slavery, and prostitution. Like pulled them out of the sex slave trade and put them into homes, planted churches. I mean, it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal season of my life. And so that organization has, has kind of taken a back seat. Uh, in the midst of pastoring because it wasn't just my thing anymore when Alice and I got married because then it became our thing of Mercy 29, something we did together. We were also juggling it, trying to figure out how are we going to pastor and how are we going to do like a nonprofit social justice thing where we're rescuing kids and raising money for the poor and all this stuff. And so we've decided that as of 2016, we're actually going to give Mercy 29 as an organization to this church. So it's not something we're going to try to facilitate and cultivate on our own anymore, but our church is actually going to have an arm of compassion, a legal 501c3 nonprofit organization that on a project-by-project basis is going to change the world and reach people for Jesus and bless people and rescue kids and all that good stuff. So that's going to be a team. So excited. So if you guys want to serve in any capacity, you're like, I feel called to do mission. I feel called to do justice. I want to rescue kids. I want to help kids. Like this is a place that you can get plugged in and you can get involved. This is going to be something huge uh, for us because this is happening not just only here, but this is also happening with my parents' church in Owensboro, Kentucky. And so what what you guys are going to hear and how this will kind of play out a little bit Every week um, as a church, you're going to hear about a featured project that we have going on. Because I know right now what you guys hear is, hey, just so you know, when, we, when you give in the offering, we, you know, we give some money to the poor. That's a great thing to hear. But what you guys are going to start hearing is this, like this month or this six weeks or eight weeks or whatever, there's actually a featured project, and we're going to dig a well to bless 10,000 families in Kenya with clean water. And once we meet that goal as a church, we're going to make that announcement, and we're going to show you guys practically what this local body is doing to affect the nations and change the world on a project-by-project basis. It's not just raising money and giving it away, but it's actually making a global intentional impact impact uh, from what we're doing here as a family. And so you guys can just expect to uh, 
Here's some awesome stuff about that in 2016. Yeah, also if you guys want to know anything about uh, Mercy 29 or kind of just f- figure out as we're as it's merging in with what we're doing here as a local church, you can go to mercy29.org and see all of the featured projects. And we'll basically, um, it's it looks a little bit like Kickstarter for World Changers. That's what it looks yep. like. Um, that's kind of basically how we've... Josh designed it. Yeah, Josh designed the Josh whole Stevens. website. It's amazing. Yeah, like it's from beautiful. scratch. It's yep. beautiful. He killed, killed it. So, Jinx. You owe me a Coke. I said Jinx, though. So, you owe me a Coke, but I don't drink Cokes. Neither do I, but I'll drink I'll take some of your electrolyte water that you never want to share with me. (laughs) I'm always like, no, no, it's my water. She has this special pink water that she drinks at the house, and I always take it. She gets mad. Anyways, so I'll have one of those tonight. Back to Mercy 29. Yeah, so... (laughs) So, yeah, so you can go to mercy29.org and see all of the projects that we are uh, going to be sewing into as a local church and get super excited about what we're going to be sewing into the nations as uh, a church moving forward. So Yes. So uh, with that being said, uh, kind of one of the last things that we're going to talk about is what we're going to be doing in the next year. I feel is, like we should do like a, round, like a drum roll or something. We're going to be connecting more with my parents' church. No in drama. Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, I want to I want to tell you guys this real quick. A few years ago, I was really debating on uh, moving and leaving Kentucky. I was actually going to move in, and go to Reading, mm-hmm. where Allison was. Yep. Um, and the reason for that is because I was like, I have to get in in a I like I have to get under some anointed person's mantle. You know, it's like I've got to like. I've got to get their mantle, man. You know, I've got to have an anointing, like, you know, from some great man of God. And so I was thinking, well, who am I inspired by the most? I was like, what Bethel does in Reading, that's where I'm going to move. And I always felt like God said, that's not, that's not what I'm calling you to do. And I was really confused because I was like, that's a really great place. Yeah. But in the process of me looking for, you know, some, you know, awesome man of God, right. the Lord spoke to me and said, your primary spiritual father is always going to be your natural father. And I actually want to use you as a prototype for this generation of what it looks like to fulfill the Malachi chapter 4 blessing of the father's hearts turning to the sons and the sons' hearts turning to the fathers because that's actually what I have called this generation to. Not just have spiritual sons and daughters, but to run with natural sons and daughters and to see the world changed and to do ministry in the context of natural blood family. And uh, that was a word that really hit my heart very strongly, and I spoke with him about that. So for the last two years behind the scenes, Allison and I, my parents, our parents, her parents, we've all been talking, praying, and discussing how it might be possible for us to do ministry more effectively together as a family with our church friends in Owensboro, as well as they do church more effectively with us here in Nashville. And so in response to a real timing um, to this and kind of a fullness of time to this, we have decided that in 2016, we're actually going to be rebranding Iris Nashville and we're going to be shifting what we're doing a little bit. And so we're going to have a new name for our local church in 2016. Woo! So I know that's, I know that's pretty big news. Uh, and Just let it sink in. Yeah, let it sink in. And I know that a lot of people might be thinking, oh, what does that mean? What does that mean for Iris? Well, let us tell you this before we tell you what the new name is. So whenever we were praying about this, you know, it was a big deal for us to yeah. talk to Mama Heidi and Papa Roland because obviously those are our spiritual parents. Uh, we're Iris uh, ordained. We're missionaries with Iris. This is an Iris church. 
And we thought, you know, the last thing that we want to have happen in the midst of feeling like God's asking us to kind of rebrand a little bit is we definitely don't want to hurt Mama Heidi and Papa Roland. You guys, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Despite how nice they are, it can be very intimidating to sit down and be like, so, you know, because you're just, Heidi has the personality. You're like, I'll do whatever. Just doesn't matter what you want. I'll just do it. She's so laid and down. And she did that God. to you in Africa. She's oh like, go gosh. pick up that latrine. There's poop, but pick it up yeah, with your hand. Yeah, I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, it's like. She's like she doing it. Something. I'm like, okay, yeah, I I don't be. know what it is. It's like you just want to do anything and everything I mean, for them. so kind. Because they're so awesome, you know. So we sat down and we were like, okay. We are like, hey, listen, Mama Heidi, we got to talk to you right now. And, and we just got to ask you for your counsel. So we have not made any decisions. We just really feel like we have this word over our life to connect more with our parents' church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and we feel like that that looks like rebranding simultaneously with them. So this isn't just us, you know, changing the name of our local church. It's actually also my parents changing the name of their local church to be the same thing, all right? So we're sitting there talking to Mama Heidi, telling her about it. You know, we throw it all out on the table, and, uh, and she looks back at us, and she says, well, she says, guys, I got to tell you, this is the Lord. She said, to be honest with you, Iris is a terrible name for a church anyway. And I was like, why didn't you tell us? Why didn't you tell us that like four years ago? And she was like, it's a great name for a movement. Iris Global, that's the name of our movement. But you know, Iris, everybody always asks, what is that? What does it mean? And then now you got ISIS and people are just confused and and, uh, and, and so we're like. That awkward moment when people think your church is named ISIS. That's ridiculous. (laughs) I mean, because I don't know about you guys, whenever you say, like, I go to church at Iris, people are like, excuse me? Excuse me, what? What? What the heck is that, you know? And then I always just say, you know, like the state flower, which (laughs) has nothing to do with the actual name. And they're like, yeah, I know that. And they're like, you named your church after a flower? And I'm just like, whatever, dude, it's just Iris. So anyways, right? Great name for a movement. Great name for a movement. We feel that. She feels that. The bakers feel that. But she was like, you know, guys, I really feel like God is speaking something about legacy. And she said, you know, I really feel like you guys, you guys have to do legacy because we here at Iris, we love this because we're all about legacy. And then she looked looked across the table and she looked at us dead in the eye and she said, you guys have to do legacy. And so at that, we were just kind of like squirming in our seats because we're like, oh, we're so excited. She was like, why are you guys like getting so wrecked? And we were like, well, Mama Heidi, you want to know the name that we feel like God's given us for the church? And she said, what's that? We said, it's legacy. We feel called to be Legacy Nashville, and we feel like that's what the new name of our church is going to be. So, there it is, in all its glory. As you guys can see, this is going to be our new logo. Mm-hmm. And so, um, we were really, really blessed uh, to have the creative team for Hillsong Church do all of this work for us. So I know that seems pretty insane considering how big the movement of Hillsong is, but it just so happens that um, I made a friend back in 2008 that is one of their creative directors now for the whole movement of Hillsong. And somehow or another, he just came back on uh, the radar in the midst of us talking rebranding, and he said, we'd like to help you out with that. So uh, these are the guys that design everything for what you guys see from Brian Houston to Hillsong Young and Free. Everything you hear from Hillsong and what you see from them, those guys, all those guys, they worked on all of your church yes. design stuff. So I think that's pretty cool that really um, you know, God blessed us with that. 
So there's a few, there's a few other secondary logos. Yep. Uh, there's Legacy, Legacy Nashville, Nashville over on the right-hand side. Love God, love people, change the world over on the right-hand side. Um, and then there's a kind of a contextual uh, type logo slide. There it is. A there, sign. it's just like a sign. So we're so excited, as you can tell. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as we were venturing towards doing uh, a rebrand and doing something more in line with what Lyle's dad's church is doing in Owensboro, um, they're going to be legacy Owensboro. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're really, we're really excited about partnering, and um, we just wanted to share with you guys kind of like why, why did we even want to venture into rebranding? Why did we even think about doing this? And the first reason is that we really felt like the Lord spoke to us and said it's time to rebrand. And as, as difficult as it was for us to process at, on one side uh, of not carrying the name that is Iris, um, it was so easy on the other hand because we have a word from God about yep. partnering and doing ministry together with uh, our, our, our blood family, with Lyle's parents, with my parents, um, with my siblings, with his siblings. Like we have a word from God for that. So as, as difficult as it was on some level to say, okay, like we're, we're not stepping away from Iris because that's not what we're doing at all. Right. Um, relationally, that's not what we're doing at all. Um, but stepping into partnering with uh, Lyle's dad's church in Owensboro, his parents' church there, is like, was easy peasy. So we felt like we just heard from God, like, it's time now. Like Lyle said earlier, we've been processing this for about two years behind the scenes. We've been praying about it. Um, we've been sitting on the word. We've been uh, just, you know, waiting and for, for God to give us kind of like the green light, like now's the time to do it. So that's the first reason. That's mm -hmm. why we're doing that uh, word from God. Um, also, we feel like a name change is really going to help us reach our city a lot more effectively. Um, like I said in the beginning, uh, a part, something that makes us unique and something that we want to really permeate our shape is our heart for evangelism and reaching our city. And something that Heidi always says in uh, Pimba at the school, at the Harvest School, is um, that you must, if you want to do missions effectively uh, where God's called you to, mm -hmm. um, you can't do missions in a sense of like an outsider looking in, trying to influence them with your way of thinking, with um, your specific doctrine, but instead that you become like the people that God has called you to serve. And um, right now, Lyle and I have a strong conviction about serving the city of Nashville and being a place of refuge um, for people to come and find home and to belong. And so we feel like changing the name is going to give us an opportunity to reach more people for Jesus. So um, that's really important for us. We really want evangelism to be something that we think of from the the core of who we are, from our name, from our, our branding, from, right. you know, everything. We want it to be super accessible to the city that God's called us to minister in. Um, also, we wanted to create a culture that's really relevant to our city. So not only do we want to be more accessible to them, but we want it to be easy for somebody who doesn't know Jesus to walk in off of the street and say, like, this isn't so foreign for me. Um, I, we never want to be a culture that says, like, 
like seeker seeker sensitive necessarily like that's actually not who we are we're really passionate about the presence of God and that being something that radiates outside um, of the church as we move out of it but we definitely always want to be seeker aware we want people who are lost that don't know Jesus to be able to come in experience the presence of God and not be distracted by the things that are so culturally irrelevant so um, we're trying you know we're we're moving towards um like what it looks like to do ministry here in Nashville. Absolutely. We're not trying to transpose Pimba into Nashville. Yeah. We actually tried that for about a year. We want to let you know it doesn't work. We were like so tired. We gave it a shot. We were like, let's just do this like the Harvest School. Six hour meetings. For real. <laughs> you know, people are like, I'm kind of tired. I have kids. I'm going to go home. <laughs> we we're like, live for God. Lay down <laughs> but your life. God. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, our our greatest priority here in this place and in this house is um, Jesus and the person of Jesus, and he and he is uh, worthy of all of our worship and our praise and all of our adoration. Um, but we definitely want to create an environment where people feel safe to belong and be mm-hmm. and be here, and we feel like this is part of that. Um, um, and we feel like it's it's a good way to connect what we're doing to what's happening outside of the walls of the church. Absolutely. So, and then uh, overall, we feel that changing the name is best for our church community. Iris isn't the best name for a church. Um, so we're going to change it. Uh, so that's really that's, that's really uh, the basis of why we're doing this. We're really excited about this. Like um, I said, we've been dreaming about this for years and actually getting to do this with you guys and move forward and actually um, become legacy and do legacy as a family and make that mm-hmm. prophetic statement as a family that it's not going to end with what happens here. And when we're all gone, it's going to continue. Like that's super yeah, special. Absolutely. So... We're really excited. Absolutely. So what do you guys think? You guys like it? Everybody? I love it. Yes. 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 So if you're thinking like, oh, are you guys leaving Iris? We're not leaving Iris. So please don't hear that at all. We're actually still going to be an Iris missions base listed on the Iris website. We're still going to be connected. I mean, Heidi and Roland are our family. They're friends. They're more than just like a distant you know, spiritual mom, you know, like we talk to them regularly and that's something that we're going to continue to do and we'll continue being, um, an Iris base. So if you were worried about that, please don't, um, that's, that's part of it, but yeah, I think it's going to be good. We're really excited. So I asked my parents to send a video to us. I was like, Hey, can you guys send a video to us? Because you guys can't be here and this is such a big deal and it obviously pertains to them. (laughs) So I'm like, you guys send in a video and just, you know, say hi to the church and greet them. So it's about a three and a half minute video they, they recorded. I want you guys to see that yeah. and uh, get a chance to kind of hear from them as we enter into this new season. Hello, Legacy Nashville. I'm Pastor Jeff. And I'm Pastor Melissa. And we're so glad that we now have come together in alignment. Our name together now is going to be Legacy Nashville Legacy Owensboro. 
we've really been working hard over the last some months to make this happen. And, and I feel like through what we've done here in Owensboro and what you guys have done there in Nashville, it's coming together and it's going to be a wonderful thing as we move forward. And I'm just very thankful for everyone there in Nashville that has worked so hard to make uh, the church there what it is today. And it's really just getting started. And for Pastor Lyle and Allison and Isaiah, uh, we are just so happy that we now, as a family of legacy, this is not just about the Phillips family. This is about the church family and legacy. And we just felt like that this name that's been chosen uh, as we kicked around a lot of different names. And uh, this is just sort of what stuck and we felt was just given from the Lord. And uh, we're just happy to be a part with you guys of what God's going to do in the future. And we're sorry that we couldn't be there tonight, but we are also excited, just like you said, we're also excited about Mercy 29 and partner with Mercy 29 on a project each month because it's going to be a part of Legacy and um, we're just really happy to be a part of it. Well, at Mercy 29 has been a part of what we've been doing now, uh, Melissa, for quite some time. And it's really a part of our heart. And uh, we want to attack this thing together, both churches and as we plant more churches in the future. I know we have our eyes on a few different cities uh, as it works out that we can plant those churches as well. And who knows, some of you guys may be the pastors of those churches. We look forward to, uh, to that day when, those day when that day happens. And uh, Mercy 29 is just a big, big part of what we do. And, and we want you guys to know that we really appreciate everything you do for Mercy 29. Uh, there's been a lot of good things that have happened over the years with Mercy 29. And I just want to say that I'm very, very thankful that we are a family and we've taken Mercy 29 as a legacy thing and not just something that we're doing individually on our own. And uh, legacy, I believe, as... Uh, as, as, as a family really shows who we are mm -hmm. and uh, we've prayed into this considerably and uh, I believe it's our identity that's why we've chosen this name and we've really Lyle and I and Melissa and Allison have spent literally hours uh, combing through all the information and everything uh, that we took in consideration in naming this with you guys there. I know that your uh, leaders there were involved as well as our board here and much of our staff that was involved with with coming up with that, uh, what we feel is our identity in the Legacy family. And so guys, I just want to congratulate you from here in Owensboro, Kentucky. We're going to always be a part of everything you guys are doing there. And we just count it such a blessing every time we come down. I know Melissa and I, we just feel like we're just so loved. And we just feel part of you guys as family. Not as Phillips's, but as, as legacy family. Amen. 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 And so we just want to say, guys, we're behind you 100%. If you ever need us, uh, of course... You're, you just have, uh, we're a phone call away, and we try to be there, you know, maybe a, once a month or, or thereabouts. But we love you guys, and welcome to the Legacy Family. Love God, love people, and change, change the, the world. world. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
who we get to be connected with. And they're so excited about um, doing this legacy adventure with us. So um, we have family in Kentucky. So if you guys ever want to make a trip up there, Lyle and I are going to try and get up to Kentucky a lot more often than we get to in this season um, and just make more of an effort to be up there and speak there uh, with their family in, in Kentucky. But, and then also we're going to have Jeff and Melissa come here um, more, way more often. And when, um, when Jeff gets to speak, it's super special. So, um, yeah. How many of you guys are excited? How cute, right? They're so cute. So uh, one other thing before we kind of wrap up is we are moving into this new season. And as we're growing and as we're moving into a new location and legacy and um, all of this new stuff, something that we don't want to gloss over is our, um, our, family, our family needs. So something that we're going to do as we move into legacy is we are going to really make more opportunity for our family members to get plugged in serving here um, at legacy. So I know that some of you get to serve kind of on a semi-regular basis, whether that's in kids ministry or um, on worship team or prayer ministry team. But in this next season, we're actually going to be opening up more teams um, and opening up more ways and uh, opportunities for you guys to serve here at um, Iris Legacy moving into the new year. So um basically what we're going to be rolling out in 2016 is something called the team. So instead of calling our volunteers volunteers, which yes, you're all amazing volunteers, um, we actually have such a heart to have our family members engaging as more than just volunteers, like us getting free labor out of you. Like that's actually not really what we want to do. We not actually, at all. <laughs> yeah. So come, give us all your time. Um, no, actually, we want what we want is to raise up a family who actually sees um, service as a sewing opportunity um, and as an opportunity to give of themselves unto the kingdom. And so, actually, we're going to be calling all of our volunteers moving into this next uh, season our team. Um, and on our team, we be, like we believe that our church family isn't supposed to be just bench warmers. I mentioned that earlier. I we actually are so passionate about everybody being um, involved, um, not only here in a community aspect, but in a serving aspect, whether that's here inside the church or outside of the church. Um, but we want to make lots of opportunities here inside of the church for you guys to be engaging in your calling and engaging in your giftings. Um, so it looks like giving your time, uh, your talent, your treasure. Um, that's something that, that is super important here at Iris. We are, we want to be a generous family that gives selflessly on behalf of one another, but also on behalf of our city. Um, so we need help. You know, we, we need you guys. We, as a family, like we don't pretend like we have it all together every week. We probably need an extra volunteer in the kids ministry or two. Um, but we just make it work because we so believe in 
our family. But the truth is, like, we want everybody happening in our environment, whether that's in creativity, um, whether that's going to be something that we open up in this next season, uh, a way to have creative expression with a creative team, um, or, you know, any other prayer ministry, all that stuff. So basically, we're looking to um, have you guys join us, join our team. We're going to be doing stuff that looks like um, a team night coming up in 2016. If you serve here at IRS more than twice a month, you get to be a part of like um, a like community gathering that's for all of our team members. So we're going to be kind of like upping the ante a little bit, like actually saying, hey, we can do more. Like we're actually not necessarily we can do more in the sense of like, uh, like, I'm not, we're not trying to say like, hey, you guys have to give us all of your time and that's what ministry looks like. But we're saying that, hey, like if you want to be a part of this family, like in our family at Thanksgiving meal, like everybody contributes. So we just want you to feel like you can happen in our family and we're going to start making more space for all of you guys to happen. Um, so that's something really exciting that's going to start in 2016. Absolutely. We know, we realize like, you know, sharing what we've shared this evening, I like guess a lot of big changes, right? We, we realize that. And, um, you know, I've studied different like leadership materials and things like that. And, and when it comes to making changes in church, um, it's very natural to experience change as loss. And then it's followed up with pain and anguish. It's like, why are we doing this? This is terrible. Like, I just got comfortable, you know, and I realized that. Like, we're actually very comfortable right here in this chapel. We're very comfortable being where we are. But also at the same time, there just really feels like an invitation coming to us as a community from the Lord to do something um, different. And that does mean making some professional decisions like changing the name or establishing a team and being a little bit more administrative. But first and foremost, you guys, that includes making some prayerful decisions. And what I can say to you guys in full transparency is that not one of the decisions that you guys have heard tonight have come outside of relationship, accountability, and prayer. And this is something that we really feel like God is birthing and God is saying to us, as a community. One of the things we've been saying since the very beginning when we first started Iris Nashville was, hey, we'd love for you to join our community, but we don't really believe that you're supposed to go to the church you feel most comfortable in. We think you're supposed to go to the church you're called to. And so we've been saying that from the beginning. And so we just feel like God's inviting us into, into a new season. And uh, I think it looks like a lot of maturity. I think it looks like a lot of growing up. I think it, make, it looks like making a lot of, uh, you know, good, strong, professional decisions at times as well. But the ultimate goal, you guys, is that Jesus, like we sang about tonight, would receive the reward of his suffering. And um, just to be real, like, we're not, we're not, I'm just going to be super transparent with you guys. We're not trying to give this religious language just to try to sell you on something. Just to be completely honest. Because... If God told us to name the church something completely weird, that might be hard. But to be honest with you guys, I say, let's do it. You know, like, I don't care. As long as people are experiencing encountering God and people are getting just set on fire for Jesus and being discipled and the Great Commission is happening and the kingdom is getting advanced, 
I don't really care. I'm just happy to be a part of that. So I don't know about you guys, but like that's what I signed up for. And as your pastors, we can tell you that that's kind of where our posture is this evening. It's really in a place of dependency and saying, God, like help us. Like we're doing what we feel like you're telling us to do. Um, but also we want to be with you at every turn of the corner. So that's where we are, guys. And we really hope that this blesses you and encourages you and lets you know that like the, the community and the family that you're a part of is following after God passionately. So with that being said, if you guys don't mind to stand, we're actually going to pray. And we're going to ask that we could pray together and that this moment of prayer that we're having here as we close, um, that it wouldn't just be kind of a closing prayer like, oh, God bless you guys see on your week, you know, have a good time, come to the Christmas party. That's great, but really what I want to ask you uh, to do is I want you to talk to the Lord right now as we're praying in closing and just ask him, God, you know, where, where do I fit as part of this family? Maybe there's something that God has called you to do. Maybe it's a contribution. Maybe it's not. Either way, what matters most is obedience. You know, the Bible says that obedience is greater than sacrifice. And for some of us in here, you know, hearing about a change or hearing about things shifting is, it's going to cost us something. It's going to be a bummer. Maybe it's some disappointment. But you know what, guys? Like, obedience is greater than sacrifice. We recognize that in the midst of all this transition. That's a, that's a big decision. And that might be tough for some people. Um, but... At the end of the day, we got to follow Jesus because ultimately that's what we're responsible for doing. Not as pastors, but as disciples. So Lord, tonight we just ask you to speak to us. Lord, if there's any confusion or just any concern, God, we ask for your voice and we ask for your peace and we ask for your direction. Because, God, as we navigate, we just want to thank you for being our good shepherd. We just want to thank you that you're always so faithful to lead us in your direction, God, in the direction of love, in the direction of peace, and in the direction of your kingdom. So right now, God, we just want to thank you for leading us. We want to thank you for, for being with us so closely. And we ask you, Lord, as we step into this new season, it's almost like I kind of got that picture of like when the, when the Israelites were, you know, stepping across the River Jordan and stepping into the promised land. No one, no one really knew what would happen, but, you know, the water parted and they were able to, they were able to step across. And so, Lord, I just, I thank you, God, that as we risk everything on you, you're going to show up with miraculous acts of your power. And even though we might not know everything that's supposed to happen, God, we know that we can count on you to show up greatly in our midst, faithfully, time and time again, because that's who you are. And so as we set out to follow you, God, we just say yes and amen to everything that you have prepared for this family, for this community. We just rejoice right now. We rejoice in the opportunity to follow you. So, Lord, we just thank you, and we bless you. And we, the last thing I want to pray, guys, is I just pray that God would knit our hearts together more strongly as a family. 
Like we realize that we don't always do the best job at being family, even when we say family. But that's where the dependency upon God comes in. Because I don't know about you guys, but I didn't grow up in a perfect family. Perfect family does not exist. Even though we may say we want it, it's still hard sometimes to navigate because we're human beings and we sin. But that's where Jesus comes in and meets us. And tonight, guys, we just come to his feet as a family. And we say, God, even when it doesn't feel like it, we proclaim that we're a family because that's what you said your will is for this community. You said that we wouldn't just be a ministry, God. You said that we'd be a family. So anybody in here that doesn't feel like they're a part of a family, God, your word says that you put the lonely in families. And we just release that promise right now over this community. And we declare that, that there is a home for you and even if that place is not here we we know that there is a home for you but we want it to be and we welcome you and we say that who you are is welcome here the anointing that god has placed upon your life is welcome here what you carry we just acknowledge our need for it and we declare that you know if you're not singing if you're not contributing if you're not being you then the harmony of heaven is off and and what God wants to do here is off because we need the fullness of you to be brought forth in this time. So Lord, truly solidify and make us a family as one. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So as we're closing down, guys, if you don't mind, just reach out, grab your neighbor by the hand. We're gonna pray together this closing declaration. And um, just going to ask you guys just to bless each other. Like when you're saying this, don't just say it as a formality, but say it over and into the heart of the person that's standing next to you. And I've, Allison will read it out and let's just repeat it with her and, and pray that over our, our friends and our family. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make, make his, his face shine, shine on, you. on you and be gracious, gracious to you. you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen, guys. God bless you big time. I really hope that you've all made preparations to be there on Wednesday. If you're part of the ministry team, go ahead and come up now, please. We're gonna have some people here ready to serve you and pray for you if you'd like to receive prayer. They'll have badges on. So if you guys need prayer, anybody for anything at all, come up here now and get some prayer. We'd love to bless you and pray for you. Love you guys. God bless you big time. Thanks for subscribing to the Iris Nashville podcast. We'd love to hear back from you. If you don't mind, log into the iTunes store and leave us a rating and a review. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more accessible our podcast is to new listeners. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. God bless.